Let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Hour number two, Trent Connor and myself take you right up until 2 o'clock, jam-packed in this hour. Mitch Holtis momentarily, Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star, Huskers, Wisconsin. We'll take a look at the Nebraska side of things with Sip, and then Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. We'll go around college football with Mitch Sherman. Let's uh, talk about KBGG's team. They're the Kansas City Chiefs. They're the unbeaten Kansas City Chiefs, 4-0 and Massive game this week. The Jags this week. The Pats the following week. If you were to uh, power rank the AFC, th- uh, top three in the AFC right now, I think everybody would have those in some f- shape, form, or fashion. One, two, three. Playoff implications down the line. Maybe I'm ahead of myself, Mitch, but it doesn't feel that way. How are you? Doing okay. It's like, uh, this is like following like a Netflix series, like you want to binge watch it. <laughs> You're out. Uh, like what's next, right? Uh, and people had talked about no team in the NFL. I mean, Ken, you can look at it. Uh, the fact that uh, every team, in the, no team in the National Football League had the challenge that the Chiefs had to open the season. No doubt. With, with three out of four on the road. But then you look at the next four, and you don't want to get ahead of yourself. However, you laid out the schedule. Now they've got a, this game against Wilson, really, and I they've got the, they've got to go to New England, which has lost 23 times at home in 17 years. Mm. Then back at home with Cincinnati, who could be the favorite to win that division, yep. and then the rematch with the Broncos. I mean, this is, this is crazy. This isn't easy, and it's uh, not going to get any easier anytime soon, but that's the way the Chiefs like it. No, no doubt. You know, can I just one on the on the Monday nighter, Mitch? Was just a hell of a football game. As a you know, as a football fan, that was an entertaining football game. You know who I thought the difference was in the game, and I, maybe I'm you know Pat Mahomes is the easy answer, but Kareem Hunt, I thought he probably had his best game of the year. Is that a fair assessment? Oh yeah, I think so, and it's it's proven uh, from an empirical standpoint. Just 121 yards, but but Ken. That was a tough game. That had nothing to do with fantasy football. That was a reality football game from the word go. There's there's two things here to talk about. One, Kareem Hunt's toughness. I mean, he not, may not win the NFL's rushing title this year, but he is getting tough yards when they need it the most. That's one. Two, the offensive line is playing with the yep. highest level of confidence and expertise in the six years Andy Reid has been here. I mean, that front for Denver is good, really good. And Denver brought it. I mean, your team brought it in yep. that game. Uh, they gave their best shot, and the Chiefs were still able to block them at the line of scrimmage when they needed to run the ball. Hard to do, and even harder to do against Jacksonville. Mitch, uh, as a play-by-play guy, you don't want to run into the same kind of terminology, but are you running out of superlatives <laughs> right now to describe Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, really. Oh, it's a good problem to have. You just gave <laughs> yeah. a first – that's a first-world problem, Trent. Uh, it's worse to have the 2008 and 2012 seasons where you're looking for very careful ways to describe what's happening on the field when your team's turning it over and three and out for seven straight possessions. Now, this is kind of fun. I'll, I'll accept the challenge and try to continue to work. But when he's throwing left-handed passes Unreal. and overcoming second and 30, second yeah. and 30 he overcame 
on the road. And that crowd, you guys, mm. was honestly, it was as good as it's been in my 25 years. Is that my, right? Wow, that surprises yes. me. Here's why. They never relented. Yep. They never relented. They started from the first second of the game and did not stop all the way to the end. It was very impressive from uh, uh, Denver's uh, fandom and how they tried to influence that game. Mm-hmm. How did they get Kelsey going? Uh, Denver's, uh, I mean, look, we talked about it this time last week, Mitch, just how much the tight end and Kelsey has just mm-hmm. feasted on Denver. And for the first 30 minutes, they re- wasn't really a factor, but then he got going. Did they do anything different? Well, it took one unusual play to get him going. I think it was, yes, Denver did something different. They gave him a lot of attention, and they did a great job of doing combo coverages. Like you're saying, well, they're in zone or they're in man. Denver played a lot of combo man-zone combos. Uh, and, and for a while, it was frustrating Patrick Mahomes. But that's what's impressive about the, the kid is that he went to the second and third level of toughness and, and uh, poise uh, to win that game. But it took an unusual play, and the play that got everything going for Kelsey was when Mahomes is scrambling. Another play within a play, improvised, and he turns Mahomes turns back against his body and finds Kelsey for 29 yards. It seemed to deflate uh, Denver's defense somewhat because they're going, "Hey, we're shutting him down," and all of a sudden he's got a 30-yard gain, and they've got, you know, they're in the scoring zone with first down and goal to go. That also got Kelsey going a bit, uh, and he just kind of ran the routes better able to find some open areas, and uh, it was a combination of two things, I think. just But an unusual play uh, got it rolling. Running game got going, too. Kareem Hunt, his best game of the season. Did you feel like there was a concerted effort to get that running game going and maybe with it slow down Von Miller and that Denver defense on the pass rush? I, I wouldn't say that. I would say that it just kind of was the way the game flowed. If I think I told you guys this last week. One of the biggest misconceptions right now with the Chiefs, and they're number one in the NFL in offense, scoring offense for sure at 37 a game, but there's the feeling of they're just throwing it all over the infield, right? They're just zoom, zoom, passing it all over the place, uh, Texas Tech style. And quite honestly, they're very close, closer than people think to a 50-50 run-pass ratio. Mm. And uh, it, it bodes well for them long-term for the Chiefs because, again, when they've been – when they needed to run the ball at Pittsburgh, they ran the clock out. Uh, San Francisco, they ran the clock out. Denver, they had to run the game uh, or the ball to, uh, to somehow neutralize the pass rush of the Broncos. Uh, but it's, it's more of just kind of what happened from a time score situation other than saying, hey, we're going to run the ball down their throats. Mm. Um, just, just one on the, on the buzz that was seemingly surrounding Earl Thomas to the Chiefs, and obviously we know that's not going to happen now as, uh, sadly, he's injured and out for the year. Such a great, great player. Did, as you could think back, Mitch, to last week, was there, I mean, is the, the, the reports are out there that apparently that was getting close to happen. Can you add any color to that? Well, it's one of those that it didn't happen, so... It becomes a moot point, uh-huh. but um, I think the thing I could say is that this Chiefs team, and Brad Beach in specific, I mean, they made a move already this week. They uh, cut Alex Ellis, and they added the, the Ward kid, the corner from Cincinnati, that they're going to continue to evaluate, uh, especially in the defensive secondary. So if that included Earl Thomas, and now the assertion is that it did, but we, you know, we'll never know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, uh, they're they're going to move. There's no, hey, this is what we've got. Let's just try to figure it out. 
Uh, they're, they're, they keep scanning the earth every day to try to improve every part of the team, but for sure the secondary. Mm-hmm. Last thing, uh, Mitch, as we take a look at this game, just a massive game, AFC playoff implications perhaps, two of the elite teams at least so far in the AFC. Jacksonville who got to the championship game last year in Kansas City who was unbeaten. Uh, what, what's, uh, what do you think is giving the coaching staff maybe the – you know, maybe, I don't know, concern that might be the best word. When you look at this Jags team, how do you think that they will try and attack Kansas City? I think that they, uh, they'll they try to take Denver's blueprint and take it to the next level, and they have the capability of doing that. You know, some defenses are good up front. San Francisco's got a very good defense up front, but their back end has been decimated by injuries, and they're struggling. Right. Jacksonville has no weakness. No. I mean, they're monsters up front, and they have depth. Um, and they can rush the passer, and Calais Campbell's a grain elevator playing football, yeah. uh, and, and he's fast. Uh, then the linebackers, Miles, Jacks, is, Miles Jack is great side to side. Their secondary, Jalen Ramsey gets all the pub, but the other three guys Boye. are good. Uh, Boyer's really yeah. good. Uh, the safeties are good. Gibson, the kid that's been in the league, 12 kid. He's a young man now. Um, but they can also run the ball, so they want to dictate tempo, uh, and dictate terms when they have the ball and then just smother you when you've got it. And, I I mean, that's that'll be Jacksonville's approach. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about Papa John's. They make it possible for you to join us every week. We're grateful to them and grateful to you for doing so. And we're, uh, they've got some specials going on. What's October? Remind us, Mitch. Well, I will tell you first that the, this is the weekend of the Papa John's had some winners among the managers uh, throughout the state of Iowa, and so I will be entertaining the same. Um, they better bring their rain slicker because it's going to be raining, I think, at Arrowhead Stadium at noon on Sunday. That being said, this is the big month. Check out what they're doing for JDRF. I mentioned they do so much work throughout the state of Iowa for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and in Des Moines, uh, but, but also JDRF. They're very involved with that, uh, so you're not like getting pizza, uh, but and they were telling me that the Monday night game uh, with the Chiefs, their pizza sales went just through the roof. Um, and they were everybody was delivering pizzas that night because the Chiefs are kind of caught on. I mean, Des Moines a mixed bag of mm-hmm. fandom. Uh, but there's a lot of Chiefs fans there. But now people are intrigued at watching this Chiefs team. And so not only order a pizza and listen and watch the game or watch and listen, but also check out what uh, you can do to possibly help JDRF. Good stuff, Mitch. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holter's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, brought to us by Papa John. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star. Next, what happened last week? What will happen? Well, we know what's going to happen. We have a pretty good idea, don't we? It's not going to go well. Uh, Sip is here to talk uh, Huskers v. Wisconsin when Trent and I continue on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. 
At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. So it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their own rights. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital City Motor Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.ApprovedByJoe.com Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. 
Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com, coming up bottom of the hour right now. Stephen M. Simple, Lincoln Journal star, and as we said earlier in the program, have a feeling there's going to be a whole bunch of Hawkeye fans that are pulling for the Huskers this week as they try and upset Wisconsin and uh, do the Hawkeye fan base a favor, and the Hawkeyes a favor by giving the Badgers that first L, uh, well, in the Big Ten. Uh, how are you, Stephen M. Sipple? Oh, I got no complaints. Uh, <laughs> Boy. Now, I know that you go out every Thursday and you, you bounce all over the state and you speak to a group, a uh, uh, different yeah. group every week. What's kind of give me the temperature of the of the folks that, you know, prior to the season, maybe week one when you were going out there, I'm guessing the enthusiasm was, you know, in, in the red zone if you're looking at a meter. And I'm guessing a little bit tempered now. Help us out on that. That's a good question. I mean, I just got done speaking in Fremont, Nebraska. It's a wooden windmill. It's a nice restaurant there right on the edge of town as you come in, I guess, from the south. Um, it, I mean, I, I just I guess one way to answer it is the first luncheon of the year, you know, before the first game, they actually had people outside. They, they couldn't even – I mean, it was yeah, – they had to set up a separate room with a monitor in it. Oh, it was overflowing. You know, there's 170 people there. Um, today's still a good crowd. There's always a good crowd in Fremont, but it well, they didn't need to do that. There was parking available when I came in. So it's muted. It's, the enthusiasm's definitely been muted. There's, I think it's really kind of set in now that this is going to be, you know, you, you hate that. But a lot of the fans don't like that word process, mm-hmm. but that's what we're, that's what we're looking at here. It's gift in mentality, um, dramatic shift in systems, uh, a dramatic shift in approach, uh, overall approach, culture, and it's rugged. It's been rugged, um, and I, I think it could be – I think it could get more rugged. You know, the offense showed signs certainly in the football game, and, and you know with Martinez back there, they got a chance, but defensively, the questions just continue with this team. The vaunted, and special teams. The, the black shirts, obviously, you know, going back in the day. Sip, when you look at it, the physical component of it, what, how Nebraska, yeah. the way they recruit, how could this team continually now for years just get pitched, pushed around in this fashion? Well, that's the question, Trent. I mean, that's one of them. There's a lot. <laughs> but that is an overriding one. And some of it is explained by... You know, you brought in a Pac-12 coach, you know, a, a, and there's a different mentality in the Pac-12, right? I mean, I don't think it's wrong to say, or I don't think it's even a, necessarily a slight to say it on the Pac-12. It's just not as physical brand of football as it is in the Big Ten, right? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Stanford plays physical football. There's some teams in that league that do. Utah certainly plays physical football. But by and large, it's a different culture there. Um, it's not as line oriented, and I, you know, you, so you brought in a guy that kind of had a different approach. It surely wasn't a physical approach, and that definitely contributed to it. I always say that Nebraska was not ready. You know what? I'm answering your. Uh, it's a pretty good answer. Now, maybe something <laughs> I should write about. Uh, you know, with Bo, with Bo Pelini, they weren't ready for the Big Ten, and he will tell you that. He told me it a million times. They were not ready as far as structure of the defense for the Big Ten. They did, remember, Kenny remembers, they weren't 
in the Big 12, Nebraska wasn't playing with linebackers. They're playing with little guys. They're moving up. You know, they're making safeties linebackers. Well, right when that when it became pretty clear that that move was going to be made, trust me when I tell you, Bo Pelini was stressed out because he knew he knows the Big Ten. He played in it, mm-hmm. um, and that he knew their roster was not suited for it. So, kind of a confluence of things, Trent. Uh, if there was some good news to come out of that Purdue game, Sip, uh, uh, Zigbo got going, uh, his best game of the year by far. What uh, what was the behind that spark, Sip? Oh, Zigbo ran 17 times for 170 yards. That's uh, what was behind that spark. Uh, I mean, he, he had practiced really well. I think that sometimes it's as simple as that. He has. I mean, he's playing with the urgency of a senior. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why I say that. I mean, it, it is really difficult in, at times covering this, the way things are going. And after the loss to Troy, you see some guys walking off the field, and you probably see this anywhere. And some guys, you see this anywhere, any team, any level, that some guys just aren't really bothered by losses. I, I had to look away when I saw Ozigbo's face. Mm. after the loss to Troy. I, I literally had to look down because I felt so bad. He was crushed. And so what, why do I say that? Because you can, he's, he's doing all he can to help this thing. He's fully bought in. It's, the, the losses crush him, so he's doing all he can to avoid it. Um, I saw that look. I saw a similar look from Stanley Morgan, another senior, last week after the Purdue game. It's almost kind of hard to look at some of the kids, you know. Um, so it's a rugged time, and this game will be rugged. Just a minute left here with you, Sip. The comments after the game from Scott Frost. Penalties, double-digit penalties in all four games. Talking about the most undisciplined team in the country. Obviously trying to send a message. Is it going to land this year? Well, I, I mean... Four games in, I mean, you're in a trend right now. And they're not, I don't think that every game they're going to be penalized 11 times. I mean, I, I, it'll, it's bound to subside, I would think. But this is, I think, probably a product of what I mentioned before, which is, you know, you're installing systems on both sides of the ball that are much different. And sometimes when you do that, what goes by the wayside, the details, the Sometimes basic fundamentals get glossed over because you're in the midst of installing systems. And there's a lot of memorization and a lot of just learning that transpires on how to line up and run plays correctly. Well, some things go by the wayside. Situational football goes by the wayside. They're one for seven on fourth down and short. Fourth and short, one for seven. Mm. That's situational football. Some of that kind of stuff, Gets gets lost in translation. So uh, there's a lot that Scott's dealing with a lot right now. Hmm. Sip, uh, enjoy the trip to Madison. We will talk to you next week as they will uh, take on Northwestern. Thank you, Stephen M. Sipple. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you guys. Good to talk to you, Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal Star. What's the number in that game? Down to eighteen. Down to 18. It was at 21. Smart money's coming in. Maybe. Uh, we'll come back. Mitch Sherman, uh, he'll make you smarter just by listening. Trent and I fall in that category as well. 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research and stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Right now at the Home Depot, save up to 35% on appliance special buys. Stop wondering when the best time to buy is. Because it's now. Get a GE Appliance's top load washer and dryer, just $448 each. You save over $300 on the pair. The washer has a heavy-duty agitator for a powerful clean on top of the powerful savings. Save up to 35% with appliance special buys at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid through October 17th. U.S. only while supplies last. Gas dryer extra. See store for details. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, 
Every Voice Matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit ComenGreaterIowa.org slash DMRace to get registered today. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, our final segment here on a Thursday. We do have Thursday night football, courtesy of Westwood One, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night football playoffs, uh, right up and including the Super Bowl. Uh, Westwood One uh, plays here, and of course, Patriots and the Colts tonight. Well, let's talk some college football. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com, he slides in here. He's headed to Alabama and Arkansas this weekend to see the uh, number one team in the country. More about that in a second, Mitch. Let's go back before we go forward, and I'll get to the game you covered in person, uh, Purdue and Lincoln, in a minute. But I want to go to uh, you know to Happy Valley last Saturday night. We're still talking about that game. It was a remarkable football game. Uh, supremacy, perhaps, certainly seems like it in the Big Ten East on the line. And Ohio State found a way to pull it out, or did Penn State find a way to give it to them? Well, I think I think you got to give credit to Ohio State for doing that two years in a row. You know, last year in Columbus, they had the big fourth quarter comeback, and when Penn State got ahead by a couple of touchdowns in the fourth quarter, it just seems so unlikely that 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 would happen again. Um, and uh, yeah, I think some of the some of the blame rests with Penn State on on not uh, not putting it away, not being aggressive uh, in, in the fourth quarter. You know, you have to play smart in that situation. But I, but I think, and especially once Ohio State got ahead, you know they need, they needed to click back into that uh, into that mode that that got Penn State the lead in the first place, and it seemed that they were they had difficulty doing that. Um, you know, clearly the last 
the last meaningful snap of that game, the fourth and five call is going to be something that's remembered at Penn State for a long time, and just the uh, the lack of uh, aggression uh, that 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 was shown there by James Franklin. He had a guy in Trace McSorley who was doing everything right through that game, and I think you have to give him a chance to make a play in that spot. It didn't happen. So from that perspective. Penn State didn't do everything it needed to do or it had within its grasp to do to win that game. But um, Dwayne Haskins and his receivers answered the call in a big way in the fourth quarter, and uh, they definitely deserve a lot of credit for winning in in, uh, an extremely difficult place to win at night in Happy Valley. Mitch Sherman joining us from ESPN.com as we take a look around college football coming up this weekend. Well, with the look back, one more on the Buckeyes. A lot of people have them penciled in, certainly, to be the playoff team from the Big Ten. We know this is a talented Ohio State team. It always is. How good do you think this Ohio State team is, though? I think it's a different question. I think they're real good. I think we've seen it now against TCU when they were up against it in the second half and the third quarter in that game, and then at Penn State, um, what I think will turn out to be a really good Penn State team possibly a Rose Bowl team if Ohio State's mm. or likely a Rose Bowl team if Ohio State is in the college football playoff and a team deserving of that. Uh, so to win those two games, yeah, I mean, is this Ohio State in 2014 um, with Ezekiel Elliott and that cast of characters coming of age? Probably not. Um, but it seems that Ohio State always has the next guy up ready to be a star. You know, Nick Bosa goes down early this year, and there's Chase Young, and it's like, man, that guy – they, they go from losing the best pass rusher in the country, arguably, to, to well, here comes another guy who may be the best pass rusher in the country. And I think that's indicative of the kind of talent that is there in that program. It's just it's a rare position that Ohio State is in. And really, you, you, could, you could count on one hand, not even need all the fingers on one hand to count the programs out there nationally that are in that in that kind of a spot with the the depth and the skill and the talent and the size and everything, athleticism on the, on the roster like Ohio State has. I don't think it's a whole lot different this year than what it's been the last few for Urban Meyer and his team. Mm. You know, this game, and I'm, I'm talking about Nebraska and Wisconsin. You saw Nebraska-Purdue last week, Nebraska's uh, historic losing streak. So, well, let me ask you about that. Give us a sense, um, you know, give us a sense of what it was like inside Memorial Stadium as the clock is winding down. Um, it's, what, what was it like? Well, I think... In the fourth quarter, you know, in the second half of that game, Nebraska turned it up offensively a little bit, started to play like it had only done in points of the Colorado game. Um, I think you started to see some of the potential of Nebraska offensively, and then Adrian Martinez threw an interception, which you might expect from a true freshman in that mm-hmm. spot when you're putting everything on his shoulders. Just not there yet. I mean, clearly going to be a very good player, and is already a good player, but clearly going to be a guy, I think, in the future that – can lead Nebraska to wins in spots like that, but as a true freshman in in, in his his third start, uh, really his second start as a healthy quarterback, it's just it's just too much to ask. There was a sense of resignation, I think, uh-huh. within the stadium after Nebraska got down twenty-seven to seven in the in the third quarter. That you know this this wasn't going to be the game where Scott Frost got his first win, uh, and and that they were going to see history made in the in the the people in the in the stands and a history in a bad way and that Nebraska has now lost eight consecutive games for the first time in 128 years so uh, you know a, a glimmer a, a glimmer of hope 
there in the fourth quarter, but but it was short lived. And as I said, it's a lot to ask some of those young players to um, you know to put that all on their shoulders. It, they're they're watching the the house burn down to its foundation. <laughs> wow. Essentially, it's like standing in the street and watching your house burn down. I think uh-huh. that's kind of how, how what the feeling was like in the stadium. And there's a hope now in Lincoln and in, at Nebraska that. I think some of these struggles and some of this pain that they're that they're enduring this year, you know, it's not going to mask any problems that might have been masked if Nebraska went and had a five and seven season or a six and six season. They're going to be able to address and see every issue and everything that's wrong with that program. And the hope I know for Scott Frost and the people uh, who follow that program is that this will allow them to then fix those problems uh, moving moving ahead long term. Let's go from uh, one dynasty, former dynasty, to another, and this is a current one, and that is Alabama, where you're going to be this week making your way down to Arkansas, the Razorbacks, your number one at Chad Morris, not going real well down there. What are you looking to see out of the Crimson Tide this weekend? Well, Nick Saban has talked about this being a trap game for Alabama, (laughs) and that's kind of every game on Alabama's schedule. It's a trap game. They play LSU. It's a trap game. Uh, so I don't think Alabama in, in the way that Saban coaches that team and going on the road in the SEC is necessarily the kind of group that you expect is ripe for, uh, mm-hmm. for having a letdown. And these guys compete with each other more than they do the team, uh, across from them. But every time Alabama goes out against an overmatched opponent, that's going to be the one of the potential storylines going in. Can they get better this week? Can they continue to look like this unstoppable force? You know, what is Tua Tungavailoa going to do next? To, to wow uh, people and, and say that you know he, he has won the Heisman Trophy in September and now as we go into uh, October. Um, I, I, they've set a standard, Alabama has, in the first month of the season that is uh, pretty rare in college football. You know, usually you go into October with a, with a group of undefeated teams, as we have this year, and you're trying to sort out in your mind, you know, okay, which, which of these teams is the best, and there's a debate there to have not really the case this year i think everyone is on the same page or almost everyone is on the same page in the college football community that alabama is the team to beat so everyone's gunning for them and that doesn't really even seem to matter and clearly it doesn't well i would say going in it doesn't seem like it will matter this week in fayetteville as as uh, the tide go up against another team we mentioned nebraska uh that's struggling with the first year coach arkansas has one victory um has improved and mm-hmm. played better. I think Took so Texas too. A&M down to the wire last week, but uh, this is a different kind of challenge that they're uh, they're going to face at home. Yeah, the Mean Green embarrassed him with that fake fair catch. That was one of the highlights right. or lowlights of the year, depending on your perspective. Mitch, uh, give us thirty seconds on the Red River Shootout. Texas look as though their their arrows pointing up. Oklahoma's Oklahoma. It's going to be a fun football game. Yeah, this is where you get to really answer the question about whether Texas is back. Um, you know, I think I think there's a lot more questions about Texas than there are about Oklahoma, and uh, this is always a, a, a game that will expose something about one of these two teams if there's something there to be exposed. And you know, we can kind of um, you know put put to rest the conversation about was that Maryland game in the opener real for Texas? Is that going to partially define this team, or or can they move past that and have a chance to? challenge for something in the Big 12. And, and from what I've seen out of Texas the last couple of weeks, I think they've put that thing that happened against Maryland behind them. I don't know if they have enough to uh, to shut down what is a, just such a high-powered attack again for the Sooners this year on offense behind Kyler Murray. Great stuff, Mitch Sherman. Thank you, Mitch. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you down the road.
Yep, good to talk to you guys as always. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Mitch Sherman. Uh, Trent lets you and I continue on here, taking this uh, up until 2 o'clock. You know, I saw you earlier on Twitter. You put your predictions out there for the MLB postseason playoffs, and I think you waited until the best time to do so. Get the, you know, the Monday stuff out of the way. Get the wild card games out of the way. And now we are down to four series, essentially, two National League, two American League, the Divisional Series. I know you want on record. I want to talk about those and... Because I agree with you with one exception. All right. For the four series. For the four series. Yeah, this isn't going to be, there's not going to be a lot of back and forth because we're on the same page. Uh, I don't think that uh, the Brewers and the Rockies, that's where we'll start. We'll start with Milwaukee and Colorado in the National League. I'm I'm with you. I I think that the Milwaukee will prevail. I got this one going the distance, though. You have it a little, how close were you to calling sweep. I I really like Milwaukee these first two games. And that one gets started here in just a little bit game mm-hmm. 1, but was it Freeland maybe that Freeland win a game? Probably not going to be able to go until game 3, maybe even game 4. 3 or 4, yeah. And if it's game 4, and maybe it does go 5, but yeah, Freeland was really good just what they have gone through though from the end of the regular mm-hmm. season to having to go to play 163 to Where go Where did they Chicago. end the season? It's a good question. I don't they even They were know on the road for sure. So all the travel that is there, the pitchers that they've had to use, the length of the game against the Cubs. Now, momentum is a funny thing, and it's something that we can't really measure. Mm -hmm. Maybe that continues here, but I I just think Milwaukee's a better team. I've said all season long how I love this team built for the playoffs. I think they're the better squad, and Mm -hmm. I, I like them a lot more here. In fact, I was probably closer to picking it a sweep. Then it wasn't going five. Mm. They ended at home against, uh, so they were in Denver on Sunday. They were in Los Angeles on Monday, Chicago on Tuesday, and playing Milwaukee tonight. So this is uh, a long roadie for them. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I think you've got the right one there. Let's. Do you have any more on that one? No, no. Atlanta Dodgers, and as we've said seemingly all season long, I know, right? No read on this Atlanta squad. But I have a good read on the Dodger squad, yeah. and, and this was the team that played for World Series last year and got real close to winning it last year. Um, I, I just think the Dodgers have too much, Trent. I do. Uh, Machado is, they brought him over there for this. There's, um, I, I don't think he's going to be a Dodger, uh, when we reconvene here in 2019. This is why he's there. I think it's, uh, you know, guys like that that, uh, can heat up in October and really play a significant role. If there is a sweep, and admittedly, and, you know, we both have struggled to watch Atlanta play this year, I don't have a good feel for, for them. But I could see the Dodgers, um, you know, making this making short work out of the Braves. Yeah, this thing could be over very quickly here. Fult Weiss in Game One's really good, and no mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw tonight. Saw that, and he wanted it. He asked for the ball in Game right. One. When was that? Monday, I want to say, against Colorado. Right after that, he said he'd be ready. But uh, they're going in a different direction. Don't like that, and I don't like the back end of the bullpen. Kenley Jansen, of course, he's had the health issues mm-hmm. with the heart, but. Yeah. Arenado got him on Monday. He's not the same guy. He's not the lockdown guy we've seen the last couple of years. So that's a bit of a concern for me. We'll get to uh, our next series in the NLCS, and maybe that's a reason that I got somebody else there. But let's go to the ALDS. Which one do you want to start with? Because I'm with you on Yankees and the Red Sox. We you got the Yanks? I do. I think the Yankees are going to prevail. There's a lot of people out there that... Um, that this Boston team was so dominant early in the season, but it seemingly, and maybe they took their foot off the gas pedal in the month of September, Trent, I don't Mm. know. But Chris Sale has not been Chris Sale, and he gets the ball in game number one. Um, This Yankee team, they're deep. 
Mm-hmm. They've got a good bullpen. Um, I, I think uh, give me give me the Yankees over the Red Sox in this one. I think the Red Sox get knocked out. I'm with you. Despite the home field advantage. Yes. Short series. I love the bullpen, and I don't like the Red Sox at all. As playoff baseball evolves, I think that's where you have to start mm-hmm. anymore is, lately, with yep. the bullpens. And before you get to anything else, you mentioned sale. I think that's a big component here. So I like the Yankees. I think you can get a decent series price if you agree with Ken and I on that one. So we go to our disagreement. Yeah, why do you, why do you like uh, Cleveland? Why do you think the Astros get dispatched in their first playoff series? I just love the rotation. Uh-huh. I, I love the it's rotation. Andrew Miller, we'll see. He's been bad this year. Mm-hmm. For his mm-hmm. standards, certainly, he's battled injury all throughout the year, but we know the kind of weapon he can be. They've been on cruise control since the All-Star break. I mean, the, the Twins never gave them a real fight. They fell apart, and as it happened, they have they've had it on cruise ever since then. I, I just I like what they have in the middle of the lineup with Lindor and Ramirez. I think they're a really good team. I, th- I think they're really undervalued here. You can find them 15-2 to two at some spots to win the American League. I think that's a, certainly a great price there. I jumped aboard on that one. And, and kind of prices also dictated the way mm-hmm. I did my predictions. Oh, did it? Okay. I, I think value kind of has a part uh-huh. of that. In fact, i got to add a tweet to that, talking about the other plays that I had that kind of led me to, to the predictions that I came out with here. Astros, though, I mean, they're incredibly good. You, mm-hmm. you know how good and this that rotation, is. I mean, Justin Verlander, Corey Kluber. I mean, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, if that one doesn't get your attention, Verlander last year, look what he did. Then they go to Keuchel. I guess it would be Keuchel in game number two, I would imagine. Garrett Cole or Charlie Martin, game three or four, where you can mix those two up. I think this is a long series, Trent. I think that this is the series that really captures, uh, if you don't have a, a dog in the fight, if your team's eliminated and you're a baseball fan, I think that this one might give you the most drama, maybe, the most good games, the most back and forth this one's going the distance. I would be shocked if somebody re- if somebody uh, gets through the other team in four or less games. Carlos Carrasco in game two against Garrett Cole. It's Cole they moved to game two. Cole huh? will get the starting then, game two. And then Keiko game three? That's, yeah, what it looks like uh, they're going to set up there. Keiko in game three. And then Charlie Morton, who I really like. Charlie yeah. Morton's a hell of a pitch for a fourth guy in the rotation. Well, and that's the thing with the Indians is they're, they still haven't determined who the fourth starter will be. It could be the youngster Bieber. That yeah. doesn't set up very well. If that's an elimination game for Morton. Cleveland, I might be barting, biting, uh, yeah. biting off uh, the, the tickets on that one. So I, I just it's more value than anything mm-hmm. with the Indians. What's, how is Roberto Osuna t- treated in the playoffs and visiting ballparks? Or how do, how do the networks handle him? Because you know, Toronto's never on TV nationally. Right. They, they were scheduled to be on uh, Sunday Night Baseball once, and... The Yankees complained because wasn't it the Yankees complained because they had that outlandish road trip and they were going to play Sunday night and come back Monday and play a day game and they complained to the players early July. Okay, and the Blue Jays lost their one and only Sunday night baseball okay. appearance because the Yankees cried foul. <laughs> so Osuna, yes, we know the story, mm-hmm. but we don't like it. Know it like we know Addison Russell or Raldis Chapman. He served his time. I just wonder because he's a really good player, Trent. Yep. I mean, he is a a young. Star, in my opinion. Um, but I don't know how you can root for the guy now. Well, I don't think there are certainly going to be any rooting interests, but it's not a big national story. The trial never came. Is that correct? It's different in Canada. Okay. It's, um, they had their whatever they call it. And it's not a trial. Um, 
they went before they call it the crown. You go before the crown. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Uh, it didn't turn out. There was there was really there there was not, there was no nothing settled publicly. Right. Yeah. So and because of that, because they're he's going to be booed. Obviously, I just I don't see being. Nearly as big of a deal as even Aroldis Chapman. No, no way. No, I agree with you, hundred uh, percent. So I'm going to take the Astros. All right, you're going to you're going to take the Indians. I think it's going to be a hell of a series. You have all right. Let's get to the ALCS. Who do you have playing in the ALCS? We know you have the Yankees and the Indians. Who do you have prevailing? I went with the Indians again. Back Did to that you? value play, fifteen yeah. to two. Jumped on board on that one. I just like the value here more than anything. Again, the rotation and. And we'll see. You know, by that point, maybe Andrew Miller has finally pitched mm-hmm. himself into shape. Back into the bullpen, Cody Allen and company. So, yeah, I like I like the Indians here, um, but not a strong conviction in that one. I'm going to take the Yankees. Yankees and Astros. Did they not play a remarkable series last year in the yeah. playoffs? And they've won what 27 World Championships. The New York Yankees have. I think they play for their 28th. You've got the Brewers over the Dodgers in seven. Why'd you go Brewers? Ah, uh, bullpen. Mm-hmm. Bullpen like their bullpen mm-hmm. more than what we have the Dodgers. I mentioned Kenley Jensen. So going with all Midwest and Fox would not be happy with this matchup. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. You Milwaukee, know, they, Cleveland. Uh, well, I wonder if Royals fans will will adopt the Brew Crew just yeah. because of Mustakas and Kane. Uh, I would go for that. I'm good. I'm, I'm with you. I'm hoping you're right because I want to see the Brewers in here. So I've got Brewers versus Yankees. You've got Brewers versus Indians. And you've got the Brew Crew oh. parade in Milwaukee in late October, early November. A lot of Schlitz drank that day. Oh, my. But that was a hell of a beer when got <laughs> back in the late 70s. When you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. Uh, we're almost out of time. I'm. I'll, I hope you're right. I would take. Um, I would take. I would. If I'm right, I'll have the Brewers playing the Yankees. <laughs> go Brewers, go. Love to see it. If that's the case, what do you think tonight? What do you think happens tonight? Julian Edelman is back. Yes. Rob Gronkowski and Edelman are going to be on the field. I saw this earlier for the first time since November of 2016. Think about that. Wow. Due to injuries, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I, or not even a couple of weeks ago, maybe as recently as Monday, uh, I proclaimed that the Patriots, I just, I think the dynasty is coming to an end. And I know that that's my heart as opposed to my head because I'm sick of them. I'm sick of it. <laughs> They're going to crush the Colts tonight, Trent. I'm with you. You know, I do not like laying big lumber in What is it as we, as we sit here right now? 10 or 10 and a half, depending on where you're shopping. Yeah. Lay the points. I'm laying them with confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing it. I think Edelman has a nice game. I do, too. I don't know how many snaps he's going to get, but I certainly see a touchdown. There's some markets out there that you can bet will players score a touchdown. <laughs> really? I jumped aboard that at uh, plus 275. So. Uh, look, at Brady's going to look for him. Yes. Brady's going to look for him. You see Brady's Instagram. I'm not an Instagrammer. Somebody pointed out on Twitter there was something in Brady's Instagram welcoming his guy back. Oh, yes. He's got so, his guy. He's got his guy indeed. All right. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, real quick, somebody asked me this. I, I'm pretty sure you have Johnston Indiola. Indianola, yeah. that's the game of the week. Should be a really good yeah. one, too. 7 o'clock? 7 o'clock, 6.30 with the pregame. We'll hear from both coaches during the pregame show. Had an opportunity this week to uh, talk with both Coach Kluver at Indianola mm-hmm. and Coach Woodley from Johnston. You know who Kluver's dad is, right? No. You remember the, uh, he's the gardener. The WHO, was it, is he an Earl May guy? He was on WHO for years really? with gardening tips. Yes. Oh, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, he's the gardener. He's you know what gardener. I'm talking about, right? I have no idea. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> I ten, don't listen ten to many years? gardening shows. No, no, I don't listen. He's on TV. Uh, he, isn't he? Uh, uh, no. He pops up anyway. Um, 
Well, on that note, we're out of here. Yes. We'll try and be better tomorrow. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Your show today consists of? Uh, we got Ken Silverstein talking Big Ten football. He'll drop by. And Gary Rima, the voice of the ah, Panthers. Yes. They got a pretty big one themselves with number one North Dakota State coming to town. Well, they're coming off a big win in their own right. Yes. That was last Thursday, right? A week ago tonight. Yeah, really ran away from Indiana mm-hmm. State in the second half of that one. Defense played well. And, and didn't you say Indiana State was favored? Didn't you tell no, me? No, 17 and a half. You and I was favored. Oh, you and I was favored. I yes. heard you wrong then. Okay. Yep. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noon. Jimmy B and TC get you home today from 4 until 6. It's a football Friday. Looking forward to catching up with Paul Allen. We'll preview Vikes and Eagles with PA tomorrow at 12 He's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive, MrExecutive.com. For Trent, Ken Miller, have a great night, everybody. Sunday, our Thursday night football plays here on 1700 KBGG. High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100 Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Urbandale.
Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital Capital City Motor Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com Is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. The birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal. There will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals. This two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake, gift opening, and a tour of the facility. We are now accepting reservations for next month. All right, let's go. Let's go. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Hour number two, Trent Condon and myself take you right up until 2 o'clock, jam-packed in this hour. Mitch Holtis momentarily, Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star, Huskers, Wisconsin. We'll take a look at the Nebraska side of things with Sip, and then Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com. We'll go around college football with Mitch Sherman. Let's uh, talk about KBGG's team. They're the Kansas City Chiefs. They're the unbeaten Kansas City Chiefs, 4-0 and Massive game this week. The Jags this week, the Pats the following week. If you were to 
uh, power rank the AFC, th- uh, top three in the AFC right now. I think everybody would have those in some f- shape, form, or fashion. One, two, three. Playoff implications down the line. Maybe I'm ahead of myself, Mitch, but it doesn't feel that way. How are you? Doing okay. It's like, uh, this is like following like a Netflix series. Like you want to binge watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like what's next, right? Uh, and people had talked about no team in the NFL. I mean, Ken, you can look at it. Uh, the fact that uh, every team, in the, no team in the National Football League had the challenge that the Chiefs had to open the season. No doubt. With, with three out of four on the road. But then you look at the next four, and you don't want to get ahead of yourself. However, you've laid out the schedule. Now they've got a, this game against Wilson, really NFL defense. They've got the, they've got to go to New England, which has lost 23 times at home in 17 years. Mm. Then back at home with Cincinnati, who could be the favorite to win that division, yep. and then the rematch with the Broncos. I mean, this is this is crazy. This isn't easy, and it's uh, not going to get any easier anytime soon. But that's the way the Chiefs like it. No, no doubt. You know, can I just one on the on the Monday nighter, Mitch? Was just a hell of a football game. As a you know, as a football fan, that was an entertaining football game. You know who I thought the difference was in the game, and I, maybe I'm you know Pat Mahomes is the easy answer, but Kareem Hunt, I thought he probably had his best game of the year. Is that a fair assessment? Oh yeah, I think so, and it's it's proven uh, from an empirical standpoint, just 121 yards, but the Ken. That was a tough game. That had nothing to do with fantasy football. That was a reality football game from the word go. There's there's two things here to talk about. One, Kareem Hunt's toughness. I mean, he not, may not win the NFL's rushing title this year, but he is getting tough yards when they need it the most. That's one. Two, the offensive line is playing with the yep. highest level of confidence and expertise in the six years Andy Reid has been here. I mean, that front for Denver is good, really good. And Denver brought it. I mean, your team brought it in that game. Uh, They gave their best shot, and the Chiefs were still able to block them at the line of scrimmage when they needed to run the ball. Hard to do, and even harder to do against Jacksonville. Mitch, uh, as a play-by-play guy, you don't want to run into the same kind of terminology, but are you running out of superlatives right (laughs) now to describe Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, really. Oh, it's a good problem to have. You just (laughs) gave a first – that's a first-world problem, Trent. Uh, it's worse to have the 2008 and 2012 seasons where you're looking for very careful ways to describe what's happening on the field when your team's turning it over and three and out for seven straight possessions. Now, this is kind of fun. I'll, I'll accept the challenge and try to continue to work. But when he's throwing left-handed passes Unreal. and overcoming second and 30, second yeah. and 30 he overcame on the road. And that crowd, you guys, mm. was Honestly, it was as good as it's been in my 25 years. Is that right? Wow, that surprises me. Here's why. They never relented. They never relented. They started from the first second of the game and did not stop all the way to the end. It was very impressive from uh, uh, Denver's uh, fandom and how they tried to influence that game. Mm -hmm. How did they get Kelsey going? Uh, Denver's, uh, I mean, look, we talked about it this time last week, Mitch, just how much the tight end and Kelsey has just mm-hmm. feasted on Denver. And for the first 30 minutes, they re- wasn't really a factor, but then he got going. Did they do anything different? Well, it took one unusual play to get him going. I think it was, yes, uh, Denver did something different. They gave him a lot of attention, and they did a great job of doing combo coverages. Like you're saying, well, they're in zone or they're in man. Denver played a lot of combo man zone combos 
and, and for a while it was frustrating Patrick Mahomes, but that's what's impressive about the, the kid is that he went to the second and third level of toughness and, and uh, poise uh, to win that game. But it took an unusual play, and the play that got everything going for Kelsey was when Mahomes is scrambling, another play within a play, improvised, and he turns, Mahomes turns back against his body and finds Kelsey for 29 yards. It seemed to deflate uh, Denver's defense somewhat because they're going, hey, we're shutting him down, and all of a sudden he's got a 30-yard gain, and they've got, you know, they're in the scoring zone with first down and goal to go. That also got Kelsey going a bit, uh, and he just kind of ran the routes better, able to find some open areas, and uh, it was a combination of two things, I think. Just but an unusual play, I uh, got it rolling. Running game got going too. Kareem Hunt, his best game of the season. Did you feel like there was a concerted effort to get that running game going and maybe with it slow down Von Miller and that Denver defense on the pass rush? I wouldn't say that. I would say that it just kind of was the way the game flowed. If I think I told you guys this last week. One of the biggest misconceptions right now with the Chiefs, and they're number one in the NFL in offense, scoring offense for sure at 37 a game, but there's the feeling of they're just throwing it all over the infield, right? They're just zoom, zoom, passing it all over the place, uh, Texas Tech style. And quite honestly, they're very close, closer than people think to a 50-50 run-pass ratio. Mm. And uh, it, it bodes well for them long-term for the Chiefs because, again, when, they've been, when they needed to run the ball, at Pittsburgh they ran the clock out. Uh, San Francisco they ran the clock out. Denver they had to run the game uh, or the ball to, uh, to somehow neutralize the pass rush of the Broncos. Uh, but it's, it's more of just kind of what happened from a time score situation other than saying, hey, we're going to run the ball down their throats. Mm. Um, just, just one on the, on the buzz that was seemingly surrounding Earl Thomas to the Chiefs, and obviously we know that's not going to happen now as uh, sadly he's injured and out for the year. Such a great, great player. Did, as you could think back, Mitch, to last week, was there, I mean, is the, the, the reports are out there that apparently that was getting close to happen. Can you add any color to that? Well, it's one of those that it didn't happen, so it becomes a moot point. Uh-huh. But uh, I think the thing I could say is that this Chiefs team, and Brad Beach in specific, I mean, they made a move already this week. They uh, cut Alex Ellis, and they added the, the Ward kid, the corner from Cincinnati, that they're going to continue to evaluate, uh, especially in the defensive secondary. So if that included Earl Thomas, and now the assertion is that it did, but we, you know we'll never know, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, uh, they're they're going to move. There's no hey, this is what we've got. Let's just try to figure it out. Uh, they're they're they keep scanning the earth every day to try to improve every part of the team, but for sure the secondary. Mm-hmm. Last thing, uh, Mitch, as we take a look at this game, just a massive game. AFC playoff implications, perhaps two of the elite teams, at least so far in the AFC. Jacksonville got to the championship game last year in Kansas City, who was unbeaten. Uh, what, what's, uh, what do you think is giving the coaching staff maybe the, you know, maybe, I don't know, concern that might be the best word. When you look at this Jags team, how do you think that they will try and attack Kansas City? I think that they, uh, they'll try to take Denver's blueprint and take it to the next level, and they have the capability of doing that. You know, some defenses are good up front. San Francisco's got a very good defense up front, but their back end has been decimated by injuries and they're struggling. Right. Jacksonville has no weakness. No. At, I mean, they're monsters up front and they have depth. Um, and they can, 
rush the passer and Calais Campbell's a grain elevator playing football yeah. uh, and, and he's fast. Uh, then the linebackers, Miles Jacks, is, Miles Jack is great side to side. Their secondary, Jalen Ramsey gets all the pub, but the other three guys Boye. are good. Uh, Boye is really yeah. good. Uh, the safeties are good. Gibson, the kid that's been in the league, 12 kid, he's a young man now. Um, but they can also run the ball. So they want to dictate tempo uh, and dictate terms when they have the ball and then just smother you when you've got it. And I I mean, that's, that'll be Jacksonville's approach. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about Papa John's. They make it possible for you to join us every week. We're grateful to them and grateful to you for doing so. And we're, uh, they've got some specials going on. What's October? Remind us, Mitch. Well, I will tell you first that the, this is the weekend of the Papa John's. Had some winners among the managers uh, throughout the state of Iowa. And so I will be entertaining the same. Um, they better bring their rain slicker because it's going to be raining, I think, at Arrowhead Stadium at noon on Sunday. That being said, this is the big month. Check out what they're doing for JDRF. I mentioned they do so much work throughout the state of Iowa for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and in Des Moines. Uh, but, but also JDRF, they're very involved with that. Uh, so you're not like getting pizza. Uh, but, and they were telling me that the Monday night game uh, with the Chiefs, their pizza sales went just through the roof. Um, and they were everybody was delivering pizzas that night because the Chiefs are kind of caught on. I mean, Des Moines is a mixed bag of mm-hmm. fandom, uh, but there's a lot of Chiefs fans there. But now p- people are intrigued at watching this Chiefs team. And so not only order a pizza and listen and watch the game or watch and listen, but also check out what uh, you can do to possibly help JDRF. Good stuff, Mitch. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Yep. Good to talk to you. Mitch Holter's voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, brought to us by Papa John. Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star. Next, what happened last week? What will happen? Well, we know what's going to happen. We have a pretty good idea, don't we? It's not going to go well. Uh, Sip is here to talk uh, Huskers v. Wisconsin when Trent and I continue on 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind. And our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. A garage door is the largest moving part in your entire house. 
so it's important to keep it working smoothly, especially as winter approaches. At Advanced Door Systems, we service all garage door brands, even if you do not purchase the door from us. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about us and the garage door and opener services we offer. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital City Motor Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.approvedbyjoe.com Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans 1700 kbgg all right welcome back mitch sherman espn.com coming up bottom of the hour right now Stephen m simple lincoln journal star and as we said earlier in the program have a feeling there's going to be a whole bunch of hawkeye fans that are pulling for the huskers this week as they try and Upset Wisconsin and uh, do the Hawkeye fan base a favor and the Hawkeyes a favor by giving the Badgers that first L. Uh, well, in the Big Ten. Uh, how are you, Stephen M. Sipple? Oh, I got no complaint. Uh, <laughs> Boy. Now, I know that you go out every Thursday and you, you bounce all over the state and you speak to a group, uh, a different yeah. group every week. What's kind of give me the temperature 
of the of the folks that you know prior to the season, maybe week one when you were going out there. I'm guessing the enthusiasm was you know in, in the red zone if you're looking at a meter, and I'm guessing a little bit tempered now. Help us out on that. Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I just got done speaking in Fremont, Nebraska. It's a, it's a wooden windmill. It's a nice restaurant there, right on the edge of town. As you come in, I guess from the south. Um, it, I mean, I, I just, I guess one way to answer it is the first luncheon of the year, you know, before the first game, they actually had people outside. <laughs> they couldn't even, I mean, it was, yeah, they had to set up a separate room with a monitor in it. Oh, it was overflowing. You know, there's 170 people there. Um, today's still a good crowd. There's always a good crowd in Fremont, but it well, didn't need to do that. There was parking available when I came in. So it's muted. The enthusiasm's definitely been muted. There's, I think it's really kind of set in now that this is going to be, you know, you, you hate that. But a lot of the fans don't like that word process, mm-hmm. but that's what we're that's what we're looking at here. It's shift in mentality, um, dramatic shift in systems, uh, a dramatic shift in approach. Uh, overall approach, culture, and it's rugged. It's been rugged, um, and I know I think it could be. I think it could get more rugged. You know, the offense showed signs certainly in the football game, and, and you know, with Martinez back there, they got a chance. But defensively, the questions just continue with this team. The vaunted, and special teams, the, the black shirts, obviously. You know, going back in the day, Sip. When you look at it, the physical component of it, what? How Nebraska, yeah. the way they recruit, how could this team continually now for years just get pushed around in this fashion? Well, that's the question, Trent. I mean, that's one of them. There's a lot. <laughs> but that is an overriding one. And some of it is explained by, you know, you brought in a Pac-12 coach. Mm. You know, a, a, and there's a different mentality in the Pac-12, right? I mean, I don't think it's wrong to say, or I don't think it's even the necessarily a slight to say it on the Pac-12. It's just not as physical brand of football as it is in the Big Ten, right? I mean, come mm-hmm. on. Stanford plays physical football. There's some teams in that league that do. Utah certainly plays physical football. But by and large, it's a different culture there. Um, it's not as line-oriented. And, I, you know, so you brought in a guy that kind of had a different approach. It surely wasn't a physical approach. And that definitely contributed to it. I always say that Nebraska was not ready. You know what? I'm answering your question. It's a pretty good answer now. Maybe it's something <laughs> I should write about. Uh, you know, with Bo, with Bo Pelini, they weren't ready for the Big Ten. And he will tell you that. He told me it a million times. They were not ready as far as structure of the defense for the Big Ten. They did, remember, Kenny remembers, they weren't in the Big 12. Nebraska wasn't playing with linebackers. They're playing with little guys, they're moving up. You know, they're making safeties linebackers. Well, right when that when it became pretty clear that that move was going to be made, trust me when I tell you, Bo Pelini was stressed out because he knew he knows the Big Ten. He played in it, mm-hmm. um, and that he knew their roster was not suited for it. So, kind of a confluence of things, Trent. Uh, if there was some good news to come out of that Purdue game, Sip, uh, uh, Zigbo got going, uh, his best game of the year by far. What uh, what was the behind that spark, Sip? 
Ozigbo ran 17 times for 170 yards. That's uh, what was behind that spark. Uh, I mean, he, he had practiced really well. I think that sometimes it's as simple as that. He has, I mean, he's playing with the urgency of a senior. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why I say that. I mean, it, it is really difficult in, at times covering this, the way things are going. And after the loss to Troy, you see some guys walking off the field, and you probably see this anywhere, and some guys, you see this anywhere, any team, any level, but some guys just aren't really bothered by losses. I, I had to look away when I saw Ozigbo's face. Mm. after the loss to Troy. I, I literally had to look down because I felt so bad. He was crushed. And so what, why do I say that? Because you can, he's, he's doing all he can to help this thing. He's fully bought in. It's, the, the losses crush him, so he's doing all he can to avoid it. Um, I saw that look. I saw a similar look from Stanley Morgan, another senior, last week after the Purdue game. It's almost kind of hard to look at some of the kids, you know. Um, So it's a rugged time, and this game will be rugged. Just a minute left here with you, Sip. The comments after the game from Scott Frost. Penalties, double-digit penalties in all four games. Talking about the most undisciplined team in the country. Obviously trying to send a message. Is it going to land this year? Well, I I mean... Four games in, I mean, you're in a trend right now, and they're not. I don't think that every game they're going to be penalized eleven times. I mean, I, I, it'll it's bound to subside, I would think. But this is, I think, probably a product of what I mentioned before, which is, you know, you're installing systems on both sides of the ball that are much different. And sometimes when you do that, what goes by the wayside? The details, the Sometimes basic fundamentals get glossed over because you're in the midst of installing systems. And there's a lot of memorization and a lot of just learning that transpires on how to line up and run plays correctly. Well, some things go by the wayside. Situational football goes by the wayside. They're one for seven on fourth down and short. Fourth and short, one for seven. Mm -hmm. That's situational football. Some of that kind of stuff. Gets lo- gets lost in translation. So uh, there's a lot that Scott's dealing with a lot right now. Mm. Sip, uh, enjoy the trip to Madison. We will talk to you next week as they will uh, take on Northwestern. Thank you, Stephen M. Sipple. We'll appreciate it. Good to talk to you guys. Good to take talk care. to you, Stephen M. Sipple, Lincoln Journal Star. What's the number in that game? Down to eighteen. Down to 18. It was at 21. Smart money's coming in. Maybe. Uh, We'll come back. Mitch Sherman, uh, he'll make you smarter just by listening. Trent and I fall in that category as well. 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. 
the type that will walk for life-changing research. And stop at nothing. Until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you, so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. Right now at the Home Depot, save up to 35% on appliance special buys. Stop wondering when the best time to buy is. Because it's now. Get a GE Appliances top load washer and dryer, just $448 each. You save over $300 on the pair. The washer has a heavy-duty agitator for a powerful clean on top of the powerful savings. Save up to 35% with appliance special buys at the Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid through October 17th. U.S. only while supplies last. Gas dryer extra. See store for details. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. It's one thing to be aware of breast cancer. It's another to do something about it. Here's to the heroes who lift each other up and make a difference, who get out there, take action. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us in the fight against breast cancer and be a hero. Get registered today for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us provide life-saving research and breast health services to women in our community. Visit ComanGreaterIowa.org slash DMRace to get registered today. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. 
We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, our final segment here on a Thursday. We do have Thursday night football, courtesy of Westwood One, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night football playoffs, uh, right up and including the Super Bowl. Uh, Westwood One uh, plays here, and of course, Patriots and the Colts tonight. Well, let's talk some college football. Mitch Sherman, ESPN.com, he slides in here. He's headed to Alabama and Arkansas this weekend to see the uh, number one team in the country. More about that in a second, Mitch. Let's go back before we go forward, and I'll get to the game you covered in person, uh, Purdue and Lincoln, in a minute. But I want to go to uh, you know to Happy Valley last Saturday night. We're still talking about that game. It was a remarkable football game. Uh, supremacy perhaps certainly seems like it in the Big Ten East on the line. And Ohio State found a way to pull it out, or did Penn State find a way to give it to them? Well, I think I think you got to give credit to Ohio State for doing that two years in a row. You know, last year in Columbus, they had the big fourth quarter comeback, and when Penn State got ahead by a couple of touchdowns in the fourth quarter, it just seemed so unlikely that 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 would happen again. Um, and uh, yeah, I think some of the some of the blame rests with Penn State on on not uh, not putting it away, not being aggressive uh, in, in the fourth quarter. You know, you have to play smart in that situation. But I, but I think, in, in, in especially once Ohio State got ahead, you know, they need, they needed to click back into that uh, into that mode that that got Penn State it, the lead in the first place, and it seemed that they were they had difficulty doing that. Um, you know, clearly the last the last meaningful snap of that game, the fourth and five call, is going to be something that's remembered at Penn State for a long time, and just the. Uh, the lack of uh, aggression uh, that 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 was shown there by James Franklin, he had a guy in Trace McSorley who was doing everything right through that game, and I think you have to give him a chance to make a play in that spot. It didn't happen. So from that perspective, Penn State didn't do everything it needed to do or it had within its grasp to do to win that game. But um, Dwayne Haskins and his receivers answered the call in a big way in the fourth quarter. And uh, they definitely deserve a lot of credit for winning in, in uh, an extremely difficult place to win at night in Happy Valley. Mitch Sherman joining us from ESPN.com as we take a look around college football coming up this weekend. Well, with the look back, one more on the Buckeyes. A lot of people have them penciled in certainly to be the playoff team from the Big Ten. We know this is a talented Ohio State team. It always is. 
How good do you think this Ohio State team is, though? I think it's a different question. I think they're real good. I think we've seen it now against TCU when they were up against it in the second half and the third quarter in that game and then at Penn State, um, of what I think will turn out to be a really good Penn State team, possibly a Rose Bowl team if Ohio State's mm-hmm. or likely a Rose Bowl team if Ohio State is in the college football playoff and a team deserving of that. Uh, so to win those two games, yeah, I mean, is this Ohio State in 2014 um, with Ezekiel Elliott and that cast of characters coming of age? Probably not. Um, but it seems that Ohio State always has the next guy up ready to be a star. You know, Nick Bosa goes down early this year, and there's Chase Young, and it's like, man, that guy, they, they go from losing the best pass rusher in the country, arguably, to, to well, here comes another guy who may be the best pass rusher in the country. And I think that's indicative of the kind of talent that is there in that program. It's just it's a rare position that Ohio State is in, and really you, you, could, you could count on one hand not even need all the fingers on one hand to count the programs out there nationally that are in that in that kind of a spot with the the depth and the skill and the talent and the size and everything athleticism on on the roster like Ohio State has. I don't think it's a whole lot different this year than what it's been the last few for Urban Meyer and his team. Mm. You know, this game, and I'm, I'm talking about Nebraska and Wisconsin. You saw Nebraska-Purdue last week, Nebraska's uh, historic losing streak. So, well, let me ask you about the Give us a sense, um, you know, give us a sense of what it was like inside Memorial Stadium as the clock is winding down. Um, it's, what, what was it like? Well, I think in the fourth quarter, you know, in the second half of that game, Nebraska turned it up offensively a little bit, started to play like it had only done in points of the Colorado game. Um, I think you started to see some of the potential of Nebraska offensively, and then Adrian Martinez threw an interception, which you might expect from a true freshman in that mm-hmm. spot when you're putting everything on his shoulders. Just not there yet. I mean, clearly going to be a very good player, and he is already a good player, but clearly going to be a guy, I think, in the future that can lead Nebraska to wins in spots like that. But as a true freshman in in, in his his third start, uh, really his second start as a healthy quarterback. It's just it's just too much to ask. There was a sense of resignation, I think, uh-huh. within the stadium after Nebraska got down twenty seven to seven in the in the third quarter. That you know this this wasn't going to be the game where Scott Frost got his first win, uh, and and that they were going to see history made in the in the the people in the in the stands and a history in a bad way, and that Nebraska has now lost eight consecutive games for the first time in 128 years. So, uh, you know, a, a glimmer, a, a glimmer of hope there in the fourth quarter, but but it was short lived. And as I said, it's a lot to ask some of those young players to, um, you know, to put that all on their shoulders. It, they're they're watching the the house burn down to its foundation. Wow. Essentially, it's like standing in the street and watching your house burn down. I think that's kind of how, how, what the feeling was like in the stadium. And there's a hope now in Lincoln and in, in Nebraska that I think some of these struggles and some of this pain that they're, that they're enduring this year, you know, it's not going to mask any problems that might have been masked if Nebraska went and had a 5-7 and seven season or a 6-6 six and six season. They're going to be able to address and see every issue and everything that's wrong with that program, and the hope, I know for Scott Frost and the people uh, who follow that program is that this will allow them to then fix those problems uh, moving moving ahead long term. Let's go from uh, one dynasty, former dynasty, to another, and this is a current one, and that is Alabama, where you're going to be this week making your way down 
to Arkansas, the Razorbacks, your number one at Chad Morris, not going real well down there. What are you looking to see out of the Crimson Tide this weekend? Well, Nick Saban has talked about this being a trap game for Alabama, and that's kind of every game on Alabama's schedule. Right. It's a trap game. Yeah. You know, they play LSU. It's a trap game. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think Alabama, in, in the way that Saban coaches that team and going on the road in the SEC is necessarily the kind of group that you expect is ripe for, uh, mm. for having a letdown. And these guys compete with each other more than they do the team uh, across from them. But every time Alabama goes out against an overmatched opponent, that's going to be the one of the potential storylines going in. Can they get better this week? Can they continue to look like this unstoppable force? You know, what is Tua Tungavailoa going to do next to, to wow uh, people and, and say that, you know, he, he has won the Heisman Trophy in September and now as we go into uh, October? Um, I, I, they've set a standard Alabama has in the first month of the season that is, uh, pretty rare in college football. You know, usually you go into October with a, with a group of undefeated teams as we have this year, and you're trying to sort out in your mind, you know, okay, which, which of these teams is the best, and there's a debate there to have. It's not really the case this year. I think everyone is on the same page, or almost everyone is on the same page in the college football community that Alabama is the team to beat. So everyone's gunning for them, and that doesn't really even seem to matter. And clearly it, it doesn't, well, I would say going in, it doesn't seem like it will matter this week in Fayetteville as, as uh, the Tide go up against another team. We mentioned Nebraska uh, that's struggling with the first-year coach. Arkansas has one victory, um, has improved and mm-hmm. played better. I think Took so Texas too. A&M down to the wire last week. But uh, this is a different kind of challenge that they're, uh, they're going to face at home. Yeah, the mean green embarrassed him with that fake fair catch. That was one of the highlights right. or lowlights of the year, depending on your perspective. Mitch, uh, give us 30 seconds on the Red River shootout. Texas look as though their arrow's pointing up. Oklahoma's Oklahoma. It's going to be a fun football game. Yeah, this is where you get to really answer the question about whether Texas is back. Um, you know, I, think, I think there's a lot more questions about Texas than there are about Oklahoma. And uh, this is always a, a, a game that will expose something about one of these two teams if there's something there to be exposed. And, you know, we can kind of, um, you know, put, put to rest the conversation about was that Maryland game in the opener real for Texas? Is that going to partially define this team? Or, or can they move past that and have a chance to challenge for something in the Big 12? And, and from what I've seen out of Texas the last couple of weeks, I think they've put that thing that happened against Maryland behind them. I don't know if they have enough to... Uh, to shut down what is a, just such a high-powered attack again for the Sooners this year on offense behind Kyler Murray. Great stuff, Mitch Sherman. Thank you, Mitch. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you down the road. Yep, good to talk to you guys as always. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Mitch Sherman. Uh, Trent lets you and I continue on here, taking this uh, up until 2 o'clock. You know, I saw you earlier on Twitter. You put your predictions out there for the MLB postseason playoffs, and I think you waited until the best time to do so. Get the, you know, the Monday stuff out of the way. Get the wild card games out of the way. And now we are down to four series, essentially, two National League, two American League, the Divisional Series. I know you want on record. I want to talk about those because I agree with you with one exception. All right. For the four series? For the four series. Yeah, this isn't going to be, there's not going to be a lot of back and forth because we're on the same page. Uh, I don't think that uh, the Brewers and the Rockies, that's where we'll start. We'll start with Milwaukee and Colorado in the National League. I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that the Milwaukee will prevail. I got this one going the distance, though. You have it a little... How close were you to calling sweep? I, I really like Milwaukee these first two games. 
And that one gets started here in just a little bit, game mm-hmm. one. But Was it Freeland, maybe, that Freeland you think he'll win a game? Probably not going to be able to go until game three, maybe even game four. Three or four, yeah. And if it's game four, then maybe it does go five. But yeah, Freeland was really good. Just what they have gone through, though, from the end of the regular mm-hmm. season to having to go to play 163. To Where go did they Chicago. end the season? It's a good question. I don't. They even were know on the road, for sure. So uh, all the travel that is there, yeah. the pitchers that they've had to use, the length of the game against the Cubs... Now, momentum is a funny thing, and it's something that we can't really measure. Mm-hmm. Maybe that continues here, but I, I just think Milwaukee's a better team. I've said all season long how I love this team built for the playoffs. I think they're the better squad, and mm-hmm. I, I like them a lot more here. In fact, I was probably closer to picking it a sweep than it was at going five. Mm. They ended at home against, so, so they were in Denver on Sunday, they were in Los Angeles on Monday, Chicago on Tuesday, and playing Milwaukee tonight. So this is... Uh, a long roadie for them. Um, I'm, I'm with you. I think you've got the right one there. Let's. Do you have any more on that one? No, no. Atlanta Dodgers, and as we've said, seemingly all season long. I know, right? No read on this Atlanta squad. But I have a good read on the Dodgers squad. Yeah. And, and this was a team that played for a World Series last year and got real close to winning it last year. Um, I, I just think the Dodgers have too much, Trent. I do. Uh, Machado is. They brought him over there for this. There's, um, I, I don't think he's going to be a Dodger uh, when we reconvene here in 2019. This is why he's there. I think it's uh, you know guys like that that uh, can heat up in October and really play a significant role. If there is a sweep, and admittedly, and you know we both have struggled to watch Atlanta play this year. I don't have a good feel for for them. But I could see the Dodgers, um, you know, making this making short work out of the Braves. Yeah, this thing could be over very quickly here. Fulton Weiss in Game One's really good, and no Clayton mm-hmm. Kershaw tonight. Saw that, and he wanted it. He asked for the ball in Game right. One. When was that? Monday, I want to say, against Colorado. Right after that, he said he'd be ready. But uh, they're going in a different direction. Don't like that, and I don't like the back end of the bullpen. Kenley Jansen, of course, he's had the health issues with the heart, but. Yeah. Arenado got him on Monday. He's not the same guy. He's not the lockdown guy we've seen the last couple of years. So that's a bit of a concern for me. We'll get to uh, our next series in the NLCS, and maybe that's a reason that I got somebody else there. But let's go to the ALDS. Which one do you want to start with? Because I'm with you on Yankees and the Red Sox. We you got the Yanks? I do. I think the Yankees are going to prevail. There's a lot of people out there that... Um, that this Boston team was so dominant early in the season, but it seemingly, and maybe they took their foot off the gas pedal in the month of September, Trent, I don't Ooh. know. But Chris Sale has not been Chris Sale, and he gets the ball in game number one. Um, this Yankee team, they're deep. Mm-hmm. They've got a good bullpen. Um, I, I think, give me, give me the Yankees over the Red Sox in this one. I think the Red Sox get knocked out. I'm with you. Despite the home field advantage. Yes. Short series. I love the bullpen, and I don't like the Red Sox at all. As playoff baseball evolves, I think that's where you have to start mm-hmm. anymore. It is, lately. With yep. the bullpens. And before you get to anything else, you mentioned sale. I think that's a big component here. So I like the Yankees. I think you can get a decent series price if you agree with Ken and I on that one. So we go to our disagreement. Yeah, why do you, why do you like uh, Cleveland? Why do you think the Astros get dispatched in their first playoff series? I just love the rotation. Uh-huh. I, I love the it's rotation. Andrew Miller, we'll see. He's been bad this year. Mm-hmm. For his mm-hmm. standards, certainly, he's battled injury all throughout the year, but we know the kind of weapon he can be. They've been on cruise control since the All-Star break. I mean, the, the Twins never gave them a real fight. They fell apart, and as it happened, they have they've had it on cruise ever since then. 
I, I just I like what they have in the middle of the lineup with Lindor and Ramirez. I think they're a really good team. I, th- I think they're really undervalued here. You can find them 15-2 to two at some spots to win the American League. I, I think that's a, certainly a great price there. I jumped aboard on that one. And, and kind of prices also dictated the way mm-hmm. I did my predictions. Oh, did it? Okay. I, I think value kind of has a part uh-huh. of that. In fact, i got to add a tweet to that, talking about the other plays that I had that kind of led me to, to the predictions that I came out with here. Astros, though. I mean, they're incredibly good. You mm-hmm. you know how good and that this rotation. Squad is. I mean, Justin Verlander, Corey Kluber. I mean, hello, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. If that one doesn't get your attention, Verlander last year, look what he did. Then they go to Keuchel. I guess it would be Keuchel in game number two. I would imagine Garrett Cole or Charlie Martin game three or four, where you can mix those two up. I think this is a long series, Trent. I think that this is the series that really captures. Uh, if you don't have a, a dog in the fight, if your team's eliminated and you're a baseball fan, I think that this one might give you the most drama, maybe the most good games, the most back and forth. This one's going the distance. I would be shocked if somebody re- if somebody uh, gets through the other team in four or less games. Carlos Carrasco in game two against Garrett Cole. It's Cole they moved to game two. Cole huh? will get the starting then, game two. And then Keuchel game three? That's, yeah, what it looks like uh, they're going to set up there. Keuchel in game three. And then Charlie Morton, who I really like. Charlie yeah. Morton's a hell of a pitch for a fourth guy in the rotation. Well, and that's the thing with the Indians is they're, they still haven't determined who the fourth starter will be. It could be the youngster Bieber. That yeah. doesn't set up very well. If that's an elimination game for Morton. Cleveland, I might be barting, biting uh, Yeah. Biting off uh, the the tickets on that one, so I I just it's more value than anything mm-hmm. with the Indians. What's how is Roberto Osuna t- treated in the playoffs and visiting ballparks, or how do how do the networks handle him? Because you know, Toronto's never on TV nationally, right? They're, they they were scheduled to be on uh, Sunday Night Baseball once, and the Yankees complained because wasn't it the Yankees complained because they had that outlandish. Road trip, and they were going to play Sunday night and come back Monday and play a day game, and they complained to the players early July. Okay. And the Blue Jays lost their one and only Sunday night baseball okay. appearance because the Yankees cried foul. <laughs> so, Asuna, yes, we know the story, mm-hmm. but we don't like it, know it like we know Addison Russell or Raldis Chapman. He served his time. I just wonder, because he's a really good player, Trent. Yep. I mean, he is a, a young star, in my opinion. Um, but I don't know how you can root for the guy now. Well, I don't think there are certainly going to be any rooting interests, but it's not a big national story. Trial never came. Is that correct? It's different in Canada. Okay. It's, um, they had their whatever they call it. And it's not a trial. Um, they went before they call it the crown. You go before the crown. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't uh, it didn't turn out. There was there was really there, there was not, there was no nothing settled publicly. Right. Yeah. So and because of that, because they're. He's going to be booed, obviously. I just I don't see being nearly as big of a deal as even Aroldis uh, Chapman. Was. No, no way. No, I agree with you, hundred uh, percent. So I'm going to take the Astros. All right, you're going to you're going to take the Indians. I think it's going to be a hell of a series. You have all right. Let's get to the ALCS. Who do you have playing in the ALCS? We know you have the Yankees and the Indians. Who do you have prevailing? I went with the Indians again. Back Did to that you? value play, fifteen yeah. to two. Jumped on board on that one. I. Just like the value here more than anything. Again, the rotation, and, and we'll see. You know, by that point, maybe Andrew Miller has finally pitched mm-hmm. himself into shape. Back into the bullpen, Cody Allen and company. So yeah, I, like, I like the Indians here, um, but not a strong conviction in that one. I'm going to take the Yankees. Yankees and Astros, did they not play a remarkable series last year in the yeah. playoffs? 
And they've won, what, 27 world championships the New York Yankees have? I think they play for their 28th. You've got the Brewers over the Dodgers in seven. Why'd you go Brewers? Uh, bullpen. Mm-hmm. Bullpen, like their bullpen mm-hmm. more than what we have the Dodgers. I mentioned Keanley Jensen. So going with all Midwest and Fox would not be happy with this matchup. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. You Milwaukee, know they, Cleveland. Uh, well, I wonder if Royals fans will, will adopt the Brew Crew just yeah. because of Moustakas and Kane. Uh, I would go for that. I'm good. I'm, I'm with you. I'm hoping you're right because I want to see the Brewers in here. So I've got Brewers versus Yankees. You've got Brewers versus Indians. And you've got the Brew Crew oh. parade in Milwaukee in late October, early November. A lot of Schlitz drank that day. Oh, my. But that was a hell of a beer when got <laughs> back in the late 70s. When you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. Uh, we're almost out of time. I'm. I'll, I hope you're right. I would take. Um, I would take. I would. If I'm right, I'll have the Brewers playing the Yankees. <laughs> go Brewers, go. Love to see it. If that's the case, what do you think tonight? What do you think happens tonight? Julian Edelman is back. Yes. Rob Gronkowski and Edelman are going to be on the field. I saw this earlier for the first time since November of 2016. Think about that. Wow. Due to injuries, you know, a couple of weeks ago. I or not even a couple of weeks ago, maybe as recently as Monday, uh, I proclaimed that the Patriots. I just I think the dynasty is coming to an end, and I know that that's my heart as opposed to my head because I'm sick of them. I'm sick of it. <laughs> They're going to crush the Colts tonight, Trent. I'm with you. You know I do not like laying big lumber. In what is it games. as we as we sit here right now? Ten or ten and a half, depending on where you're shopping. Yeah, lay the points. I'm laying them with confidence. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing it. I think Edelman has a nice game. Yeah, I do, too. I don't know how many snaps he's going to get, but I certainly see a touchdown. There's some markets out there that you can bet will players score a touchdown. <laughs> really? I jumped aboard that at uh, plus 275. So. Uh, look, Brady's going to look for him. Yes. Brady's going to look for him. You see Brady's Instagram. I'm not an Instagrammer. Somebody pointed out on Twitter there was something in Brady's Instagram welcoming his guy back. Oh, yes. He's got so, his guy. He's got his guy indeed. All right. Uh, tomorrow, by the way, real quick, somebody asked me this. I, I'm pretty sure you have Johnston Indiola. Indianola, yeah. that's the game of the week. Should be a really good yeah. one, too. 7 o'clock? 7 o'clock, 6.30 with the pregame. We'll hear from both coaches during the pregame show. Had an opportunity this week to uh, talk with both Coach Kluver at Indian mm-hmm. and Coach Woodley from Johnston. You know who Kluver's dad is, right? No. You remember the, uh, he's the gardener. The WHO, was it, is he an Earl May guy? He was on WHO for years really? with gardening tips. Yes. Oh, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, he's the gardener. He you know what I'm talking about, right? I have no idea. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Ten many gardening shows. No, no, I don't listen. He's on TV. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, yeah, no, he pops up anyway. Um, well, on that note, we're out of here. Yes, we'll try and be better tomorrow. Uh, all of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, two locations: twenty eight twenty two East Twenty Ninth Street in Des Moines, four ten eight Street Southwest in Altoona. Your show today consists of. Uh, we got Ken Silverstein talking Big Ten football. He'll drop by. And Gary Rima, the voice of the ah, Panthers. Yes. they got a pretty big one themselves with number one North Dakota State coming to town. Well, they're coming off a big win in their own right. Yes. That was last Thursday, right? A week ago tonight. Yeah, really ran away from Indiana mm-hmm. State in the second half of that one. Defense played well. And, and didn't you say Indiana State was favored? Didn't you tell no, me? No, 17 and a half. You and I was favored. Oh, you and I was favored. I yes. heard you wrong then. Okay. Yep. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at noon. Jimmy B and TC get you home today from 4 until 6. It's a football Friday. Looking forward to catching up with Paul Allen. We'll preview Vikes and Eagles with PA tomorrow at 12.15. He's brought to us by our friends at Mr. Executive. MrExecutive.com. For Trent, Ken Miller, have a great night, everybody. Sunday, our Thursday night football plays here on 1700 KBGG. 
High school football each and every Friday night right here on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Friday night starting at 7 o'clock. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 
515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The votes are in and the people have spoken. The majority of Central Iowa residents are sick of their old rides. Hey, Joe Clements here from Capital, Capital City, City Motor, Motor Company. Company. All these political ads are hogging the airtime and blocking me out, leaving me with absentee buyers and way too many cars. So I'm left with a huge election selection. That means you could save up to four grand on a nicer, newer car or rally your party for just ten bucks down. Cast your old ride aside and vote for a nicer, newer car today. Worried your credit will keep you off the ticket? Don't be my one and only for the people. Credit approval process means we want to say yes to to you, even if you've been told no before. So join the nicer, newer car party and get the car you deserve. Elect to drive a nicer, newer car and save up to four grand or just ten bucks down. But hurry, just like campaign promises, this deal won't last past the end of the month. I'm Joe Clements, and I'm your dealer for the people, and I approve this message. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University, one block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com ApprovedByJoe.com www.ApprovedByJoe.com Is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. The birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal. There will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals. This two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake, gift opening, and a tour of the facility. We are now accepting reservations for next month. 